we'll be picking up your calls in just a moment. I just want to share a quick story with you. This is our geeky science for the day. Remember monarch butterflies? If you're of a certain age, you probably do. I remember, you know, my childhood in Michigan, the, you knew it was spring when the monarch butterflies arrived from Mexico. They were all over the place. Of course, we, we lived on the edge. We lived in a brand new uh, suburb that was built right in the middle of farmland all around us. And so there was milkweed all over the place. But I just, I just remember monarch butterflies always, everywhere. I haven't seen a monarch butterfly in years. And this, this new study, this, uh, it just came, came out today. It was just published. Stuart, Stuart Pym at Duke University said this is a devastating decline. This came from the International Union for Conservation of Nature. And they have now uh, listed the monarch butterfly, put it on their red list of threatened species and, and uh, listed it as endangered. That's just two steps from extinct. They said that the North American population of monarch butterflies just over the last 10 years has declined as much as 10%. This is just another tragedy of nature. I mean, the, the, we can see what's going on and it's just heartbreaking. Anyhow, I'll pick up your calls here. James in Lakewood, Washington. Hey James, what's on your mind today? Hey Tom, um, I, I just, off the top, I've noticed one monarch butterfly. One. In how long? In my, on one of my trees. Yeah, okay. I was happy to see that monarch butterfly fluttered around here. It still comes in. That's good. I'm, so there, you're getting them in, in Washington one. State. Yeah, just one. Well, I've, been, I've only seen one. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen one in probably a decade, but, uh, you know, we're it, it occasionally so I'll see. across this. Go ahead. It's so hot across this country right now that uh, I don't even know if they can live. They move up north to get away from the heat, don't they, in the summertime? Yeah, that's right. They come up here and, you know, lay their eggs and be become caterpillars. And I don't know if they've formed chrysalises yet or not or whatever. But, yeah, this this heat cannot be good. It's got, it's got to have a disruptive effect on on you know basic ecosystems, including insects. James, i got to move along, but thank you for the call. Uh, Ron in San Francisco. Hey, Ron, what's on your mind today? Well, uh, with the thoughts about the birds and the bees, as it were, and we're talking about butterflies, mm -hmm. I'm talking about what goes into our bodies. The butterflies are affected by a man-made process of herbicides and insecticides and industry waste. And species but, law and uh, habitat laws. And, and it, that's, the whole thing is man-made, one. Yeah. But my concern is because I've been working with students for over 50 years under Global Garden Projects, and they focused on a new report that came out with a lawsuit that occurred uh, against uh, the uh, company with the uh, Mars company for their product of, uh, was it Skittles? I think. Right, the, the, the titanium dioxide. People are, uh, yeah. you know, the and people suing them are saying, that's not good for you. And, and Europe just put it on their <laughs> banned list last year. Uh, we yeah, have not. It's, it's GRES here, generally regarded as safe by the FDA or the USDA. Well, that, that's curious. Now, you said FDA. FDA. No, it's the U.S. Department of Agriculture. It's not the FDA. My apologies. Okay. Okay, but FDA, I looked at FDA, and they gave a sanction for it back in 1966. And they have no current reports, supposedly, of the effects on humans in regards to the carcinogen, the cancer. Right. Though they have reports that in mice it causes cancer. So where are we? Where's the development of this with all the products out there and the use out there? Now, the Mars company does not use it in its M&M products. Anymore, yeah. Which is, anymore, right, which is interesting. 
Uh, I'm guessing they'll pull it out of Skittles. They were they had said that they were going to pull it out of Skittles by by this year or next. I'm I'm guessing that this lawsuit will speed it up. But what's the point, Ron? Well, my point is we have an industry that produces products which contain known carcinogens at low levels, but they don't focus on the bioaccumulation, which they say there is a process here. Uh, that bioaccumulation in building up the negative product, the, the poisonous product, right. what is the effect in the long term on the person who may uh, have a triggering of a cancer or other disease because of the buildup of... Yeah. I don't know. What I do know is that titanium dioxide is used all over the place. It's used as Absolutely. a whitening agent in cosmetics. It's used as a, as a, uh, as a whitening agent for, for candies and foods. I mean, you know, this, this bakery goods, bakery Everything. goods. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's it's all over the place. Yeah, you know, and the assumption's always been that titanium is a is an inert metal, basically. You know, it doesn't oxidize quickly. It doesn't react. It's not a catalyst uh, typically. Um, it's uh, it's very very strong. It's used to strengthen steel. Um, but uh, and in fact, you can get titanium uh, joints. You know, you can, you can get titanium hip replacements now. But, uh, you know, whether it's more biologically active when it's the oxide form, I don't have any idea. This, this is something. Well, the, the, sir, the, what the bottom to me I, and thinking with students is we have all these products. When can we turn that around where we can eliminate the toxins in the products? Yeah, well, I, I would like us to start. And I really think we should be pursuing um, the, uh, the precautionary principle like they do in Europe, where you have to prove that something is safe before you bring it to market. Here in the United States, okay. you can bring something to market. There's over 80,000 chemicals in our, in our environment right now, in our food supply and in the clothes that we wear and the things that we breathe and the deodorants and everything. 80,000 chemicals that have never been tested for toxicity. In Europe, you've got to test them before you can sell them. That's called the precautionary principle, and we should adopt it. You're listening to Tom Hartman. Visit TomHartman.com for audio and video archives. But, of course, the American chemical industry, which spreads big money around in Congress, does not want that to happen. We'll be back with your calls. David in Canterbury, Connecticut. Hey, David, what's up? Hi, Tom. I got some good news for you Okay. on, on, on the uh, monarch butterfly uh, thing. And here in Canterbury, Connecticut, I have a small farm, and my wife and I grow food here, and uh, we, we've devoted part of our land to growing milkweed. And I, I actually <laughs> farm it. And, Tom, you should come to my farm, and be it's a sight to behold. They're everywhere, and uh, they're beautiful, and they're free, and... Uh, Milkweed is the key, and uh, anybody out there that's listening to me, if you have a neighbor that has some milkweed, go dig up a few plants, put them in your yard. You're, you're, you're correct, Tom, when you say that habitat destruction is the, is the key to their, their demise, and it is. Yeah. Uh, I think the 10% over the last 10 years may be a little low, um, but habitat destruction is a really pro is a really bad problem. But we have amazingly big pile of monarchs here in Canterbury, Connecticut, and they're great uh, to look at. So you got and all our monarchs, David. They're also they're also <laughs> pollinators, Tom. And yeah, I know. I've just moved I've just moved in ten beehives from a guy that does beekeeping, and not as a conservation product, but as an agricultural product. Cause sometimes they clash mm. because pollinators. Uh, you got to be careful with honeybees because they could x out native pollinators. Mm. So I mean, this guy is. Really Really up on his bees, he explained it all to me, and we're doing our we're doing our best, Tom, to you know take your advice. That despair is not an option. We're old, but we're still active, 
and uh, get yourself some milkweed, put it in your yard. Madison Avenue wants you to have a nice green mowed lawn. Forget that. If it's not growing food, get some milkweed out there, mow around it. You know, it's, it's better to have food and have monarchs than it is to have a, you know, a pretty lawn. Yeah, and, I'm uh, we have to move away from that kind of thinking, Tom. Uh, you know, food is key. Food is key. So I just want to let you know, Tom. Thank um, you, David. We'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place. Anything goes Friday. In the meantime, don't forget, democracy is not a spectator sport. It requires all of us. That includes you. So get out there, get active, tag, you're it. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great afternoon. Be good to yourself and the people around you and stay safe, eh? See you tomorrow.